What's up, everybody? I'm Jason Zawalik of the Zawalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate. I hope you're having a great Thursday. With elections next week, I wanted to take a minute to chat about Proposition 19. We've been getting a ton of questions about it from our clients, from our friends, from our family. So I thought I'd take a minute to talk about 19 and really compare it to what's in place right now. Before we get started, remember, if you have any questions about these propositions or how it affects you, talk to your CPA. They will be able to steer you in the right direction. Before we talk about Proposition 19, we have to look at a few other propositions that are currently in place. We're gonna start off with Proposition 13. What is Proposition 13? Proposition 13 was approved in 1978, and what it did is it really put a cap on the increase in your assessed value of your property. When your property taxes are calculated, they looked at your assessed value, not the market value. So with Prop 13, limiting the increase in your assessed value at 2% per year, your property taxes can only go up small amounts. If Prop 13 wasn't in place, every couple of years, your house could be reassessed at market value and your property taxes could jump. If you sell your home, the home is reassessed at 1% of the sales price and then Prop 13 kicks in again and it can only go up 2% every year moving forward. Prop 13 has been in place for over 30 years. Prop 19 is essentially replacing four other propositions, Prop 60, Prop 90, Prop 58, and Prop 193. So let's talk a little bit about those propositions. What is Prop 60? Prop 60 allows, the tr allows transfers of base year tax values within the same county. So a seller could sell their home and bring their tax base with them to a, their new home in the same county. There are some stipulations. Your, the seller or spouse must be over 55 years old. The replacement property must be equal or lesser value. And the new property must be purchased or built within two years before or after the sale. Under Prop 60, you can do this once in your lifetime. Prop 90 allows this transfer to occur county to county. However, currently there are only 10 counties that allow this. There are Alameda, Orange, San Mateo, Ventura, El Dorado, San Bernardino, Santa Clara, Los Angeles, San Diego, and Riverside. If you are considering doing one of these transfers, I would suggest talking to the county because these can change from time to time and you just wanna make sure that you are on the right track. Again, talk to your CPA, they'll be able to direct you correctly. We looked at Prop 13, which caps the amount that your property taxes can go up. Prop 60 allows you to bring your tax base with you when you move within the county. Prop 90 allows you to bring your tax base with you from county to county to a certain number of counties. Next, we're gonna look at Prop 58. Prop 58 deals with real estate transfers from parents to children. So under Prop 58, real estate that's transferred from parent or parents to child or children may be excluded from reassessment. Again, there are some stipulations. It's not automatic. It must be filed timely with the assessor's office. There's a million dollar limit on non-principal resident property. So if you have rental properties and you're looking at passing them on to your children, there is a limit of a million dollars on those non-principal residence properties. There's no dollar limitation on original owner's principal residence. One note, transfers between legal entities do not count. So you can't transfer from corporation to corporation, uh, LLC to LLC. So you can't do that. It has to be from the parent to the child. Next up, we're gonna talk about Prop 193. Prop 193 is dealing with real estate being transferred between grandparents and grandchildren. 
Under Prop 9193, real estate transferred from grandparent or parents to grandchild or children may be excluded from reassessment. Again, it's not automatic, must be filed timely with the assessor's office, applies when both parents of the grandchild are deceased. So if both parents are deceased, then the grandchild can take advantage of that. If one or both of the parents are still living, it cannot be passed through without reassessment. And just like Prop 58, the property is the principal residence and or first million dollars of other property. If it's the principal residence of the grandparent or parents and they're passing it to their grandchild, then you're all good. But if you're going into those rental properties, there is a cap of a million dollars. Now on the ballot this year is Prop 19. And really what does Prop 19 do? It replaces most of the props that we just talked about other than Prop 13, of course. And what Prop 19 does is it allows the transfers of base year tax values within the entire state. Looking back, Prop 60 allows us to make that transfer within our county. So you can bring your tax base with you within your county. Prop 90 allows you to go county to county as long as the county allows it. And again, we went over the 10 counties that are currently allowing that. So what Prop 19 does is allows you to move anywhere in the state and bring your tax base with you. Again, there are some stipulations. Number one, the original seller or spouse must be over 55 or have severe disabilities. People that are affected by fires also fall into this category. It increases the number of times that you can do this from one to three. Remember, under Prop 60 and Prop 90, you can only do that once in your lifetime. With Prop 19, you're able to do it three times in your lifetime. Number three, the replacement property can be more expensive. Under Prop 60 and Prop 90, the replacement property had to be equal or lesser value. Under Prop 19, they're allowing it to be a more expensive home. What we may see with this is if your home sells for a million dollars and you buy a home for 1.5 million, on your new home, the first million will be your old tax base from your home that you sold, and the other 500,000 will be the new tax base. So you would pay less than if you were buying that 1.5 million home outright. Number four, inherited homes that are not used as principal residents will be reassessed. When we look at Prop 58 and Prop 193, when homes are being transferred to the children, they have up to a million dollars for properties that are not being used as a principal residence. So rental properties, vacation homes, etc. Under Prop 19, all of those secondary properties would be up for reassessment. So there would be no protection under Prop 13 with those properties. The only way that Prop 13 would pass through would be when the children inherit the primary residence and move into that residence. It, it can be confusing. When I dug into this proposition, I saw the pros and the cons. Pros being, it definitely helps out the elderly, it helps out uh, people with severe disabilities, it helps out people who are affected by fire by allowing them to move more than once and bring their tax base with them. And also, allowing them to move up is a, is a nice thing because it can free up more properties. Being able to move anywhere within the state is definitely a positive as well. So it may end up resulting in more homes hitting the market, which is always a good thing, especially in the severe inventory crisis that we're in right now. On the flip side, I can see how some people may not like the proposition because they've worked hard, they have a couple of rental properties, they have their own property, and they wanna pass that on to their heirs at low overhead. And with, with the reassessment and our tax rate, that will just kind of bite into the bottom line. Definitely pros and cons. This is more of an informational session, just kind of let you know. If you have any questions, hit me up in the comments, let me know. I'll answer as best I can, and I can also refer you to some other literature on these propositions. 
And remember, if you have any questions about your current situation, contact a certified CPA. They're the ones that are the experts in this. They will be able to steer you in the right direction. Again, I'm here to get the information out to you. But if you have any deep questions and you do want to do a deep dive, I definitely suggest talking to your CPA. We have an amazing CPA who answers all of our questions for us. So I definitely suggest finding someone that can answer all of your questions. And again, if you want to do that deep dive. I hope you all have a great rest of your week and don't forget to vote. Take care, everybody.